Segunda Show. This is Ralph Metzner, and you're listening to the Radio 8-Ball Show with Andras. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio tempting fate wherever you are. Putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select with the help of our friends Synchronicity. We're Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. Radio 8-Ball Show. And welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here in the studio with Ford Pier. Hi. He's providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And joining us now from, I believe, New York City. No. No. From where? Durham, North Carolina. From Durham, North Carolina, we have Tom Antona. Tomas Antona. Tomas. You want? Should we call you, call you Tomas or Tom? Which do you prefer? Uh, Tom's good. Tom's good. Okay. Ford said Tom, so he kind of set me up there. But you and Ford go back. Uh, you are a musician. You're in the. You are maybe most known to our to our listeners would be best known as a member of the band Alice Donut. That's right. He said with a question mark. We've known each other for like thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how do you and Ford know each other? That's a good question. Well, I, uh, I guess through mutual friends and different bands and playing shows together. Yeah, primary, it's really uh, through the guys in No Means No. There's No Means No and Alice Donut used to used to tour together a lot. And whenever Alice Donut came to town here, it would be a, a cause for much debauchery and days of partying and celebration, deep conversations. <laughs> Excellent. And have you ever have you played together? Well, yes, several times during the years. Um, we played in New York, and um, that's right at CBGB's at at uh, at Donuts uh, uh, reunion show in two thousand and four. Was that Tom? Yeah, two thousand. Four yeah, like 2004, that. 2003, something like that. And then most recently for uh, 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 at, a, at a show that they did at the Auto Bar in Baltimore, which I decided to fly down to because Alice Donut are just like one of the best bands in the world and they're wonderful, wonderful people. And so I just thought, well, here's something that I can't afford to do. I'm going to do it anyway because it's that important to me. And I got up on stage with them, and I messed up, I think, what was probably the first ever performance of, of the song that I participated in. Well, if it's the first performance, maybe you, maybe you actually, if you, what you call messed up, maybe you actually, uh, that was, that's what it is now. It's the only, it was the first performance. You established that. Now they have to repeat that mistake over and over and over again, right? How do you feel? That's it. It was, it was a failed nitrous. Trying to be able to sing with nitrous and it failed, but it worked. I think ultimately it worked. The the people were entertained, but I I think that it fell short of what we had in our imagination. Wait, you were trying to sing on nitrous? Yeah. So you were taking hits of nitrous and then singing, or well, helium anyway. Oh, helium, not nitrous. Okay, well that's better (laughs) because if it's nitrous, you'd just be like. 
falling over. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was helium. <laughs> not, not, yeah, that's okay. Right. That's a, that makes more sense. <laughs> and, you know, that has continued to stick in my craw about that because, I mean, like, it went from I got back and, like, wow, that was the best fun. That was the most fun that I've had in months. And then within a couple of days, it was like, I really wish Mom and Chance had gone better. And then, uh, you know, like by a month later, like by the time Christmas rolled around, it's like, man, I really fucked it up for those poor guys. I destroyed the show for everybody who turned up. <laughs> That's the the mind of the artist. Uh, it, it, was that the name of the song, Moment Chance? Or did was Moment Chance Pachinko? Moment Chance Pachinko. Huh. Yeah, it's a it's a, like a silly child song, but it was it's a short little uh, toe tapper, tongue twister. That is a title that would not be uh, out of place on Ford's list of songs, which includes the last song no, we did was Occam's Depilatory. Seems like Occam's Depilatory and Momenchance Pachinko could be side by side on an album. I think, right? I've, I, 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 I flatter myself to say that I've learned much from the writing of Tomas Antona. Well, I guess uh, maybe it's time for us to learn something here now, which is Tomas Antona's question for the Pop Oracle. What is your question for the Pop Oracle? Well, my question is, if you could fix anything in your life, would you fix something from the past? Or would you save it to fix something in, in your future? That's a good question. Okay, cool. Well, Ford, would you mind chugging away on some chord while I pick a card? Any card. Pick a card, any card, pick a card, pick a card, any card, pick a card, any card, pick a card. Song number six is the... Uh, is what it's going to be. And song number six from his list, from Ford's list, is Legionnaire's Song. We were born in darker times In the shadow of the spire In the corners of the caves In the flicker of the fire In the mud and awful Where the hairy eyeless creatures crept In the things you hid away The secrets that you kept And why should it be otherwise We were the ones abandoned While you can try
We're the them you talk about when you need to pass the buck. We're the they you snivel to when you speak of rotten luck. We're the serpents in the trees and the gators in the moat. The invisible hand of fate with its fingers at your throat. We're the rusty fire escapes cutting frightened children's feet. We're the worms and alkaloids in your favorite butcher's meat. We're a lover's mockery, the betrayal of a friend. We're the wide-eyed sepulcher yawning at you at the end. And why should it be otherwise? We were the ones abandoned. While you can try your perfect life, we built an army. And that was Ford Pier with Legionnaire's song, the answer to Tom Antona's question. If you had a time machine, if you could go back and change one th- thing, would you go back in the past to do it, or would you save it for the future? Uh, that's a uh, sort of messy paraphrase of your question. Before we get yeah. into interpreting it, Ford, you want to tell us where that song came from? I feel I feel like I've heard that's an older older one. I've feel like I've heard that before. That's from the record that came out in, in 2004, just before I opened up for Alice Donuts' reunion show at CBGB. Is that the 12-step? No, it's no. Pyrrhic Victory. Pyrrhic Victory. Gosh. Yeah. What's What inspired that song? What's the DNA of the song? Um, uh, I guess, you know, like just it's it's not an original idea by any means, but just, you know, sort of the the... The uh, aspects of your character that go unheeded or untended to, or the things that you fear and avoid, they uh, they gain power if you don't engage with them directly, and they wind up sort of running the show. You know, you you wind up you wind up uh, living a life which is a reaction to all of those things, which you uh, which you don't directly engage with. Tom, what did you think about that as the answer to your question? Yeah, it's uh, it's going in the past. It's like the because um, it's the time machine is also just nostalgia. It's like looking back. Yeah. And these things fester. These ideas kind of fester, and it's and it's sometimes just like changing even your perspective on that or um, nothing out the. Uh, the stuffing out the, the the whole nostalgia thing and, and looking ahead and for you know for either forgetting or just um not letting those things uh, you can change you can change your your perspective on past events so then does that do you do you think that that indicates that you would then actually go back and change something that you did or that you would you would be encouraged to change your perspective on past events and keep it in your pocket yeah. for when there was an emergency like yeah. when someone you change your, your either your perspective on it or yeah. you would um uh you, I guess you, yeah you change what you change uh 
your your thoughts, your thought patterns. Right. Well, I mean, and there's that line, how could it be otherwise? I was thinking about that, like that that is, it's like the, the thing that happens in all the movies about time travel. Like someone goes back to try and change something, but it, it never works. So that makes me think that you would want to bank, like if it was me and that was my question, I'd want to bank it for the future. Kind of because I guess it's like that Superman going to running, going around the, spinning around the world to, to make Lois Lane not die. Yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> I know, but, but the, this idea- is, this is a great quote. I want to, I want to tell you. back want- and steps on the, on the wing and, and Lois Lane becomes Hitler. Right. There you go. <laughs> no, this, well, um, uh, this, uh, Tom, you will, you will, you will find this humorous. I was watching like the final episode of Next Generation with John Wright and his sister, and we're watching it. And John, at one point, he actually pipes up and he says, "That's not how it works when you go back in time." <laughs> and he was he was completely serious about it, you know, like that's not how it works, you know, in the in the same way that you would be like watching, you know, like a biblical epic and go. No, there were no Romans there then. It was with the with the same conviction, John, with a completely straight face, said, "That's not how it works when you go back in time." Well, yeah. I maybe think like, could you avoid like if you if you change something that just happened, then like the part of the problem is that you want to like you you you're you're going back from a place like if we want to go back and change something that happened twenty years ago, I have twenty years of life that then would all be altered by that so that's like it's like a lot of messes that could be created whereas if i wanted to just change something that just happened like i wanted i wanted ford to play a different song for that answer and go back in time and just change that we wouldn't i would never know the things that it messed up in the future timeline so like maybe it's like if you could change something in the past really quick that just happened I guess I mean maybe it'll change the timeline in a way that messes things up, but no. But you would no more than doing something in the present would. I think that right. it's fair to say that it's impossible to discuss time travel without sounding like a stone teenager. Well, welcome to Radio Eight Ball, <laughs> where we sound like stone teenagers. That's our yeah. that's our show. Yeah. Well, we do talk about time travel a lot on this, and there is a lot of marijuana smoking that goes on among synchronicity fans it seems like so maybe there's something there uh, do you uh, do you say that as a po- as a positive thing do you like stone teenagers uh, I, I you know like yes <laughs> when they travel back in time <laughs> are there any time travel movies that you feel like really nailed it like that you love either of you oh wow um Perhaps time after time with Malcolm McDowell, Mary Steenburgen, and David Warner. I do think that the age... I do. I, you know, I I do love that one. <laughs> Isn't he? Uh, uh, did you just say you hated it? No, I didn't say <laughs> that. I hate McDowell. Um, yeah, uh, that's Jack right. The yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Where David Warner is Jack the Ripper, and, <laughs> and Malcolm McDowell is H.G. Wells. Yes. Did you say Roddy McDowell? Okay. <laughs> Roddy McDowell was Jack the Ripper. Now there's a movie for you. Cornelius the Ripper. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good one. Planet of the Apes. That's a pretty good time travel movie. Yeah, that's sort of a time travel movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that one is good. That one is good because it involves going into the future. And then when you get, you know, which 
I mean, sure, we're traveling. Spoiler alert: we're, we're we're traveling into the future right now. Right. Fine. Everybody does it all the time. But then, yeah, when they when they got to escape and they were going back in time, you know, I mean, like this business of going back in time. Yeah. Time is not some room that you can like go into and. Although I, the here's here's a connection. These are the sorts of connections that 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 your show revels in, is that I do think you know like at, out of all your your time travel stories or whatever, one of the most one of the most uh, uh, I think uh, uh, trenchant uh, dystopias which is proposed is the one of the Morlocks and the Eloy in in H. G. Wells's time machine. In the sense, I think that that's where we're headed. People who know how to do things and people who are rich and beautiful who don't know their ass from third base. You heard it here first, folks. The Mor- Morlocks and the... Eloy. Eloy. Eloy's. Cool. Well, uh, I, you know, I, don't know, I don't know if we got an answer particularly there. I mean, I, if, if we, you know, and the, the, the motto of the show is questions answered, answers questions. So we just we don't ever really hold ourselves to finding the answer. But, Tom, if it was you, I mean, and it is you because you're asking the question, do you feel like you got an answer of, does it lean more towards going back into the past or to banking your ability to change things for oh, something I feel in the like, future? Yeah, I feel like going into the past, going into the past and finding um, those festering uh, moments and and exciting them, erasing them. Okay. Right. Well, I, then I, I hope that someday you have that, that chance, that ability, that somehow it's just gifted to you, whether it's in reality or just virtual reality. Maybe that's where we're headed. We can go back and pass the past and change. Would, and now, do you think that would change things for you? Like, if you could go back and change things, it's like therapy. Like yeah. you can go back in therapy and say something to your dad, and it changes your relationship to your dad. But do you think? Do you think if like, do you think that would work for like for virtual reality? Like you'd have the experience of actually going back in time and changing something. Do you feel like that would actually? I don't know. Psychologically, it might work. I don't know. There's me more of me talking like a stone teenager. Sorry about that. Uh, it, it could be fun, you know, if you had a a holodeck. Is there anything that's coming up for you you'd like to let our listeners know about before we let you go, Tom? Nothing. Um, you know, Austin, we're working on a new thing that's kind of fun. And uh, it was great seeing Ford recently. And I'm excited to hear the new album. I've There's already one... heard um, just one song, The Glum Ochre, and it was fantastic. Oh, thanks, Tom. Yeah, there's there's one in the mail. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna mail anything before uh, Mercury Retrograde finished. That is so unexpected to hear Thank you, you say, Ford. That <laughs> you're constantly surprising me. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much, Tom, and good luck with the new project with Alice Donut. And uh, hope you enjoy this when thanks. it comes out. It's great to hear your voice, Tom. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. 
And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.